You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 15, How to Change a Thought. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the podcast. Okay, this is going to be like, remember back in the day when they do all kinds of announcements at the beginning of sacrament meeting, and then they decided, hey, let's not use that precious time for announcements. Yeah, so I'm going to do some announcements right now. I've just had lots of thoughts that I wanted to share. But first off, I wanted to remind you all or let you know that I am a part of an amazing organization called Life Coach University, and we are doing what's called the Giving Week. And the Giving Week is taking place on September 19th through the 23rd. So when this podcast comes out, it will be like next Monday. Right? So today's the 12th and it will come out on the 19th. We start. So, what's happening is there's five coaches offering five courses and donating half of the proceeds of those courses to five different charities. How's that for a mouthful? But I will be teaching my marriage mindset course, which is wicked fun. I taught this course in June and it was just so much fun. So, you should totally come because I don't know if you know, I'm really fun and my course is fun and it's engaging and you can ask questions and you can share your struggles and be real. It's just this amazing safe place for you to get help and to feel better and to feel more empowered. And for example, everything that you've been listening to on the podcast, if you're like, man, this is interesting, or maybe if you're confused by some of it or you don't understand all of it, Marriage Mindset is the perfect opportunity for you to come and see what I'm all about, see how this work applies directly in your marriage and start making those changes that you wanna make. So head on over to lifecoachuniversity.com, click on the giving week. There's a pop-up right when you get to the website. You can't miss it. Sign up, it's $20 to participate. And if you sign up for Marriage mindset, you will be, your friends will be supporting um, suicide prevention. So for those of you that don't know, September is actually suicide prevention awareness month. I lost my brother-in-law Logan to suicide on September 19th, four years ago. So this cause obviously is so important to me And I'm just grateful that I have a platform and the ability to support this cause. And I just hope that you'll join me. And I hope that if I can help any individuals or families, if I can spare them the heartache and the tragedy and the trauma of going through a loved one that dies to suicide, then that's something I definitely want to be a part of. And I hope you'll join me. So head on over to lifecoachuniversity.com and sign up. You can give your ma- your marriage a makeover and support an amazing cause. So I hope you'll join me there. All right. The next thing I wanted to mention is I have a fun little email I send out called Winning Wednesday. Now, I know you get so many emails every week who actually even checks their email anymore. I get it. But I just wanted you to know that every Wednesday I do Winning Wednesday where I send a short, quick little tip for how you can win in your marriage. And this last week, I sent an email about out about showing love. And it was kind of funny how it came about. So a couple weeks ago, I was able to just observe two different couples 
just randomly. I was just living my life, doing my thing. And there was these couples that I ended up watching and just being so inspired by. One of them, I was at a church activity. I am in charge of the young women in our church. And so every Wednesday night we get together and we do activities. And so we had had this activity that was combined with our stake and there was other leaders. And I was watching the stake young women's president and her husband interact. And like, they're older, you know, they're probably not that 50 is old, not that if you're in your fifties, you're older, but all I'm saying is this couple, they were not kids, right? They were 19. They weren't newlyweds. They've been married for over 30 years. And I just was watching them interact and joke with each other and touch. And it was just so freaking cute. I was like, oh my gosh, goals. Like I just, I love when I see a couple that loves each other. It just makes me so happy. And so often you just see couples, like when we go out to dinner, I just see most couples sitting across from each other on their phone, not even paying attention. And so I just get so pumped when I see a couple that is like visibly in love. And then the other couple was my in-laws. So this last weekend we went camping with my family and then we stayed with Devin's family on Monday night and we were headed back to the Valley on Tuesday. And my father-in-law had had a really bad day at work. He had a really unfortunate thing happen. And so when we got to my mother-in-law's house, she was talking to him on the phone about it and was just expressing how sorry she was. And then um, she started vacuuming and cleaning the house. And then my father-in-law came inside, you know, he got home and came inside. And as soon as that door opened, my mother-in-law just cut off the vacuum and went right over to Ron and just wrapped her arms around him and just like embraced him. And I was just standing there in the kitchen and I was able to see it and it just touched me so much. And so I just want to put a plug in for showing love for giving a physical hug, for embracing your partner, for kissing them, for looking them in the eyes, for holding their hand, even or especially when you aren't feeling it. Show the love because this amazing thing happens when you do actions that show love, you will feel the love. So even if you're not feeling the love first and you're not, so if you aren't feeling love, you probably aren't showing love. So let's reverse it. Show love and then you'll feel the love. Just kind of a a fun little thing I wanted to put out there. All right, should we get into it? Let's do it. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about how to change a thought. So last week's episode was all about doing a thought audit on your marriage. So if you did that, go you. And just to recap, the whole purpose of doing a thought audit on your marriage is just to recognize and become aware of the thoughts that you are thinking. Because how you think about your marriage dictates how you feel in your marriage. How you feel dictates how you act. How you act dictates your results or what you get, right? So your thoughts are really important. And last week, I just talked to you about how to get those thoughts out, why you should get those thoughts out. And then I told you that this week, I would teach you what to actually do with them. So we're going to jump right in. All right, so I'm going to give you a few steps on how to change your thoughts. And before I do that, why? Why should you change your thoughts? So you can feel better. So you can have a better experience in your marriage. This is why it's so amazing. This is why you don't need to change your spouse. A, you can't, it's impossible, it's exhausting, and it literally is not possible. You can't change another person. But secondly, you taking charge of your thoughts and choosing intentionally what you wanna think and what you want to believe in your marriage creates the experience that you have in your marriage. And don't you wanna feel good? Don't you want to feel in love? Don't you want to feel connected and close and like you are friends? And I get it. You're not going to feel that way all the time. You don't even want to feel that way all the time. But if it's available to you, 
and you know that you can create it, I want to teach you how to do it. So in order to change your thoughts or even just one thought, the first thing you have to do is you have to first recognize what your thoughts are. And that's what we did last week. And then second, you want to recognize what are those thoughts creating for you? So last week, if you sat down and you took the time to get the thoughts out that you have about your marriage, now I want you to go back and look at them and just be aware and recognize what is the effect of these thoughts that I'm thinking, right? So for example, if you are thinking, I do everything by myself, my spouse doesn't listen to me, he's not present, this is so different than I thought it was going to be, this is really challenging, marriage is hard, there's never enough money, whatever, if those are your thoughts, I'm going to go ahead and take a guess that you are feeling resentful, mad, sad, exhausted, alone, guilty, right? And then I want you to ask yourself, because you're feeling that way, how are you acting? right? What actions are you taking? How are you showing up in your marriage? And because of the way that you are showing up in your marriage, what is it that you are getting? Or what are the results? Meaning is the result this amazing connected relationship or is it more of a strained, disconnected, difficult relationship? Look at your thoughts and ask yourself, what is this creating for me? And another question is just how are these thoughts making me feel? The third thing you want to ask yourself is, okay, Because I'm feeling this way, how am I acting? How am I showing up in my marriage? And then fourth, you want to ask, okay, because I'm showing up this way in my marriage, meaning because I'm not really communicating with my spouse, because I'm feeling lonely and like I do everything by myself, what is the result? What am I getting? What kind of relationship am I creating based on the action that I am or I'm not taking? Okay, so go through that. And I hope that will help you to see why your thoughts are so important. So now let's jump in and talk about how to change them. So the first thing, my clients are always so anxious about changing their thoughts because after a few weeks of working with me, I convert them to really understanding and believing that their thoughts do create their feelings. And so they want to change how they think so that they can feel better. But I say, hold up, sister. Before we do that, you really do have to become aware of what your thoughts are. All right, so I know that's annoying. I know I say this all the time, but it's always the first step. You wanna be aware of what that thought is. And I chose this episode to say thought instead of thoughts because I don't want you to be overwhelmed. If you're anything like me, you probably have several thoughts. You probably have more than one thought that you think frequently that isn't helpful, that doesn't serve you, that isn't getting you what you want, right? But we don't need to be overwhelmed. We don't need to freak out. We have tons of time. So let's just choose one thought. So I want you to identify one thought that you think on repeat that is not serving you. For example, when I did this work, and just so you know, I continue to do this work all the time, but when I did my initial like big overhaul on my marriage, I guess last year, one of my main thoughts was I do everything, meaning I do everything by myself. I felt like I literally did everything in the family. Like I just felt like everything was my job. And that caused a lot of resentment for me. And that caused a lot of disconnection in my relationship with my husband. So I want you to just pick one thought, just like that naggy thought that always comes up that you believe is true. And I want you to just get awareness around it and remind yourself, oh, when I think this thought, it makes me feel this way. I thought that because my husband was doing X, Y, and Z, that's why I felt bad but that wasn't true. The reason I felt bad is because I was telling myself this whole story about how I did everything alone, 
But when I took a look at it, I recognized in so many of my actions, I was just choosing to do things alone. I wasn't even giving my partner a chance to work with me. So pick the one thought that is always there, that's always on repeat, that you don't like, that's negative, that doesn't cause the things that you want. And disclaimer, sometimes your thought might be sneaky, meaning it might not even sound that bad. The way to test it is to, if you pick the thought and then just ask yourself, how does this thought make me feel? And if you don't like the feeling and you don't like when you feel that way, what you do and what it gets you, what results it gets you, then that's how you know that it can be a thought you want to change. So step one is identify the thought. Step number two is you have to just realize, oh yeah, this thought is making me feel this way, not the circumstance. And then step number three is you got to find some wiggle room. So you probably are convinced that the thought you are thinking is true. You might think that it's a fact. I remember just thinking, oh no, I really do do everything around here. I could prove it to anybody. I could prove that in a court of law or anyone could come and observe my house and believe that. But, I, but honestly, that's definitely not true right? So even though you think your thought is true, I need you to create some wiggle room around this thought if you want it to change. I like to think of it as opening a jar of something when the lid is screwed on so tight. You know, when you're trying to open like a jar of jam and you are just using all of your strength and it's not budging. So what do you do? You get a kitchen towel or maybe you run it under the faucet and you try to loosen it up. That's what I want you to do. I want you to try to loosen up this thought in your brain. Here's a couple ways you can do that. You can ask yourself, hey, what else might be true? You can also ask yourself, hey, Heather, is this really true? Do you really do everything by yourself? Like, let's see, is this really true? I know it feels that way, but what's actually true? What are the facts here? You can ask yourself, what do I want to believe instead? Ask some questions. Those questions can create some wiggle room. And then what you need to do next is find a thought that you believe. So for example, if the thought that I had before was I do everything around here, and ultimately I wanted to believe that my husband helps me and we are a team, we take care of our family and our life together, right? That's the thought I wanted to get to, but I didn't believe that yet. I wasn't ready. I wasn't there. So you have to create a bridge. In coach certification, they call it ladder thought. So you have to create a ladder. So you're on the bottom rung and at the top is the dream thought, what you want to believe. But in between, there's going to be little micro thoughts that you can take baby steps, if you will, to get to the new thought. But when you create a new thought to start believing or a thought to replace your old thought, it does have to be believable to you. So you don't want to create a thought of something that you just totally don't believe. You don't, if you don't believe that your husband is just the best thing ever and he's so helpful and you're so obsessed with him, it's not going to work. You can't force yourself to believe something you don't yet believe. So pick something that is believable. So for example, if my thought was, I do everything around here, I started shifting by just being honest about what I was doing. I was like, oh, I take the kids to school, I make dinner, I scrub toilets, because I want to, because I've actually never even asked my husband if he wants to do that. Like I just started creating some space for something new to be there. So find a thought that you believe that's like, oh yeah, I like to think of this as trying on clothes. So you know when you go into a department store and you see all these clothes or you see a mannequin and you're like, oh my gosh, that outfit is so cute. You go to the dressing room and you put it on and you're like, oh, 
shoot, like this does not look good on me. It's, it doesn't, it's not a good fit. That's exactly how thoughts are. So you have to practice. So when you, when you find a new thought, I want you to ask yourself, practice thinking it and then say to yourself, okay, how does this thought feel? When I think this new thought that I want to believe instead of the old thought, how does it feel? Does it feel believable to me? Do I like it? What feeling, what emotion does it create for me? That's how you'll know. If your brain is like, oh no, this is garbage. I don't believe this. This is a lie. Then try again. And a lot of times you just want to pick something that in that moment is true for you, but it's not so much on the negative side. Lastly, sorry, I forgot my numbers. I was giving you steps and now I'm off, but Step five, the last step is just to practice, practice, practice. I was in a class the other day and the instructor was saying, it was some author and I don't remember who the author was, but this author had said, you are always practicing something and whatever you practice, you get good at. Okay, so it's the same with this thought. You're always practicing some thought and the more you practice the thought, you the better you get at believing it and making it true for yourself. So when you find that new thought that you wanna think instead, I would encourage you to write it on a sticky note or write it on your mirror or put it as your phone screensaver, whatever. Put it in some place that you can see it and you can be reminded about it. And then I just want you to know that your brain is going to keep feeding you the old thought. When you are trying to change your thought, it's like this. So let's say you drive the exact same way to work every single day and then one day that road gets closed, they're doing road construction, it's, it's completely blocked and you have to go a totally different way to work. Okay, muscle memory. When you get in your car, you're automatically gonna go the old way and then you're gonna be like, oh crap, I have to take the new road. And the new road is gonna feel awkward and clunky and maybe even bad, maybe uncomfortable, but you know, if I drive on this road, I get to work. So it's worth it, I better keep going. It's the same with the thought. If you, at first it's going to feel clunky and awkward and it's going to feel hard and you're going to want to keep going back to the old thought. But if you just practice, and I always just tell my brain, when my old thought creeps in of I do everything around here, I just say, hey brain, you know what? It makes sense that you're thinking that, but that's not true. Remember, what's true is I don't do anything that I don't want to. And I have an amazing spouse that if I want his help, I'll just ask him and he will help me. So you just have to talk back to your brain. Your brain is like a toddler running around with a Sharpie and they will wreak havoc on your house unless you take the Sharpie away. So this is you being the boss of your brain. It's being aware enough to know what you are thinking and then saying, hey, no, 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 we don't think that anymore. Give me that Sharpie. Here's what's true. Here's what we believe now. Like you've got to consciously redirect your brain to practice thinking the new thing. And I promise you, this can happen pretty quickly if you are just committed to practicing and redirecting your brain as many times as you need to. Okay, to close, I'm just going to give you a list of some of my favorite thoughts to think. These are thoughts that I've used or my clients have used or come up with, and so I wanted to share some of them. So if you're having a hard time coming up with a new thought to replace your old one, here's some you can try. But again, you just have to try it on. And if it's not a good fit, don't be discouraged. Just try something else and trust in your ability to believe something new. Here's some thoughts that you could choose to think. I struck gold. I can't believe he slash she is mine. I get to love you. P.S. If you have never heard the song, I get to love you, go look it up. It is like a tearjerker. It's so beautiful. It makes me want to get married again to Devin still, but mm, so good. Okay. Another spot. What? Another thought is you can say he or she 
is my spouse, like say their name. So I would just be like, Devin Flake is my spouse. Like I know that doesn't sound sexy or romantic or fun, but that helps my brain just be like, oh, instead of saying like, my spouse is a loser or my spouse is rude or weird or my spouse doesn't care about me, I just tell my brain, hey, my spouse is Devin Flake. I'm telling you, like that's a little shift that's really powerful. Try that, start there. A new thought you can think is, I love how I show up in this relationship. Or you can say, I love the way that my spouse does blank. I really value how blank. We make a great team. I chose, enter spouse's name, right? When I tell myself, I chose Devin Flake. That makes me feel like I have the power. I'm in control. It makes me feel gratitude. Here's a few more. We can figure anything out together. No matter the ups and downs, I am all in on this relationship. This is just how marriage looks sometimes. I create my happiness, not my spouse. I care about how my spouse feels, but I'm not responsible for how they feel. And lastly, are you ready? This is so fun. Marriage is fun. All right, so those are just some examples. Try a few on, see how they sit with you. You're welcome to use any of them. If you come up with a thought that really serves you or you love, I would love to hear it. Share it with me. I'm always looking for new thoughts. But try this on. Just try replacing your old thought with a new thought. But no, A, you have to be aware of what your thought is. Just pick one. Create some wiggle room. Make it believable. Talk back to your brain when that old thought comes back. And just practice believing the new one. And make sure the new thought that you pick resonates with you. It feels true. It's believable. It's something you can get behind. I just want you guys to know that this work works. It's so powerful. If you change your mind, you will change your marriage and you don't even have to change your spouse. You don't even have to try to change your spouse. All of a sudden you just see your spouse for who they are and you freaking love them so much and you love yourself more and it's amazing. So I highly recommend doing this work. If you have questions or need help, you know where to find me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Head over to lifecoachuniversity.com and join me for the giving week. All right, y'all take care. We'll see you here next time.